Podcast episode three hundred and nineteen. <laughs> we really cooked that, man! Holy Christ! Good. Terrible start. First off, the Wi-Fi doesn't work, so we can't play the song. And then I say the wrong number, and now we have to restart. And it's uh, Snapchat's not working. This is what you call a modern nightmare. Yeah, I know, right? No technology is working for you. It's it's the worst. It's still loading. It's still loading. Wow. It's just thinking. I'm going to leave that. Fuck yeah. Until it randomly starts playing. It really like it gets on my nerves a lot when simple things like this don't work. Yeah. It's like it's as simple as opening opening like opening a like a uh, an app or a web page is so simple that it doesn't work. Mm. Very frustrating. It is really frustrating. Just sad. Which is sad because that's like how tied I am. We are to it. I mean, that's. Yeah, it's a first world problem, but it's, you know, it's a problem. It's a very first world problem. But I'm still allowed to complain about it. And I'm allowed to complain because I've reset the Wi Fi and I've tried to fix things and that's it. So be that as it may. Be that as it may. How was your weekend, good sir? Sorry, what? I was just. I was... Your weekend. Oh, my weekend. Uh, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I spent most of it with this. So it was a good weekend. Nice. That that was so cute. Shopping, food. It's good. Good time. How can you, to preface this, Friday, you guys made a bomb ass bowl of pasta. Yeah. It was pretty good. You want to walk me through that pasta thing so that I can um, do it myself in my lonesome as I do? Uh, Sausage, spicy sausage. Mm hmm. And I was hoping that wasn't a metaphor for anything, but creamy, uh, that creamy, <laughs> crem, cremini, cremini, it's like What's creamy that? mushrooms. And I was like, no, it's cremini mushrooms. <laughs> um, oh god, and then pesto, nice, and then a shit ton of good parmesan, mm, like real parmesan, and then, so. and then la pasta, and then la pasta. And then mix, and then more, and more. And then when you think you've got enough Parmesan, you just go and add some more as well. Nice. You go into your limit of, like, this should be good, and then you go past it a little bit, and then you're good. Siri just started talking. Nice. Out of fucking nowhere. Technology today, you're cursed. <laughs> I'm going to throw something today at the freaking just, wall. It's a Monday. Right? I don't what? even know yeah, how to turn my phone off. Just, it's Want to turn your phone off? Or you throw it out the window. That's where you do something. I throw it out the window, throw it on the ground, and say, it doesn't work. Take it back. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with it. But you know what? what is a positive for today? What's that? Is that I'll, I'll, I'll do a sound first off. Oh. I can't hear it, unfortunately, but I can imagine... That was amazing. I the couldn't hear bird it, of pair. What? But I can imagine. Yeah, you know the sound I know of the Lego sound. in a box. Yeah. 
you've had a Christmas morning before you've opened up Lego sets. The Bird of Paradise set has arrived, which means after we do this episode, I'm going to spend my time and I'm going to put the Lego set together and have a beer and just chill. And I'm Mm. super stoked on it. It's a good night. And it's a surprisingly big box. Looking at it from a design perspective, as we are wont to do now, um, I imagine I'm imagining like the the product layout of it. Like they build a set, and they have a photographer go in and take a photo of the set because I don't think it's a render. I'm ninety nine percent positive it's a product photo. It'd be a pain to try and three D model every set All to photograph or to render. Yeah. I'd say it's probably a heavily edited photo. Yeah, because like everything is tack sharp. You know what it probably is? Could be a bunch, like a dozen or so images stacked so that everything is in super crisp focus. Whereas if you were doing it with a normal camera, you you would inevitably have some stuff that's out of focus because your focal plane is only so large. Possibly, yeah. Maybe. I'm not a product photographer. Unless they just have a giant for for Lego based on how many they must take, how many sets they have to photograph. Maybe they just have a massive just fucking photo booth, you know, backdrop. They just probably do. Put this thing on a little tape covered table or something and just fucking go at it. Just go and just go ham on it. And it's really cool. Like it's it's pretty it looks part of the botanical collection so they've got a nice little word mark logo at the top in the Mm. top right i guess there and then the middle image graphic is the flower of the bird of paradise flower whatever it is and then obviously the name underneath it um it looks it's interesting taking what is air quotes a kid's toy and then branding it towards a more adult audience and how that changes the the visual design of the box because i remember getting boxes as kids and it's these bright colors and it's these big blocky yeah, like um, the classic graphics. city sets yeah so lots classic of colors, city stuff super bright and it looks more juvenile whereas this looks very sophisticated mm-hmm. very refined like i would put that box i would put the box on display right next to the actual set that's how good the box looks yeah um i think maybe that's because it's so dark and it's maintained such a simple palette like it's it's a black background with a subtle i'd say it's like a a raw umber and a bit of a yellow ochre gradient right in the middle to a quote bob ross there with titanium white text Mm. And the name of the product in a nice uh, carnelian orange. And then obviously you have the Lego branding on top of that and the photos of the actual product itself, which are beautiful and stunning. And it's it's a large box. I would say it's two and a, one and a, 20 inches tall, maybe. Yeah. Guesstimating, I think. And you I'm pretty stoked. keep the box and then if you ever have to transport Mm. The, the set you this just put it in there that's a good call actually because it is a nice box 
And I always, this is one thing that kind of pisses me off. Not pisses me off. That's an exaggeration. Um, if I had my, if I knew then what I know now, when I got all the Bionicle as a kid, yeah. when I got all these Lego sets, I would just tear into the box. I would tear into the containers knowing that I'm going to yeah. throw them out. Looking at it now, A, it acts as a storage component for transporting these things, as opposed to putting everything all in a box. I can at least have it contained. But apparently it also increases the value of it. Not that I would ever sell any of the items, but I guess if I lost my job and became strapped for cash and had no choice, I guess you have to part with what you have to part with in order to make money because I'm not going to, I'm probably not the type of guy that would sell drugs. So Bionicles has got to be what right. it is until I run out of those. And then maybe that's, maybe that's when drugs come in, but I'm hoping we don't have to deal with that. But if I had to, like, cause like also someone spent time to design that, to manufacture that, to make that. Yeah. And it's like, just gets thrown away. It's like a water bottle, right? Someone spends time designing a water bottle, optimizing a water bottle and throw it away. Plastic disposable ones specifically yeah i mean that's kind of like i mean now i have to be careful of not being too much of a hoarder with boxes and containers because like i tell my mom like okay any like containers and like food or anything in the kitchen that you don't need that are like decently thick i'll have them once they're clean stuff i don't know that's the thing but i'm like (laughs) i'll i'll have them because i like the idea like you know if i'm doing like a a Gundam set mm. and I want to paint, I can have different tubs if they're the right size. Like, okay, that's getting painted that color. And that's getting painted that color mm-hmm. and that color. Or I can group them by like section of the model or oh, like smart. anything like that. You have to storage. You know, I always get like jealous when you watch um, Adam Savage and he'll be like, you know, he'll put together a model. And he's like, oh, I need, like, I want to separate all the screws. And he goes and gets, like, the perfect small little metal tray for each type of screw. Or, like, any sort of uh, model-making channel or art channel where they're like, oh, we need to separate all this. And they have little plastic tubs for everything. I'm always like, oh, I wish I had tubs or everything like that. So that's why I kept, like, Starbucks, like, venti cups or something like that, like, good size. like. Oh, you've got a whole collection of those, I've got a bunch of those. I've got a bunch of plastic containers and, like, random metal containers and all that stuff just in case i want to like use it for stuff like that so i wish i kept all the lego boxes because that'd be great however be a lot of storage just to store the storage that's true isn't it it's a lot of cardboard boxes is they can be flat packed that is true that is true yeah technically i mean even like the gundam models that i have the boxes are being reused right now Oh, that's good then. Because there's two halves to it. Because the box is in like two halves. Right? There's a bottom half and then there's a top sleeve that fits oh, over it's top. Like a like a clam, not a clamshell. Is that a clamshell? No. No, a clamshell is fixed on one yeah. side. It's just like, it, I mean, all model kits are like that, right? Whether you got like the bottom, that's which is usually just white or something, and then you have the top that is the printed graphics on it. <laughs> yeah, the top or the bottom is that like real flimsy white cardboard yeah. on one side, weird beige on another side. Always somehow gets a water stain on it, or, or right. like an oil stain. Or an oil stain, and then the top is that nice painted 
Yeah, like glossy. all the illustrations are always painted too. At least they were for a lot of the boats. For that I, I know Tamia, Tamia and, and Revel still use a lot of like painted like illustrations, which is the, cool for like the main like timey. graphic on the top or the front of the box or right. The money shot is Catherine. The money shot exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I, I still have mine. Like the the ones I have because I have my four or my three smallest ones. Those boxes I use for, you know, all the runners or the part trees or whatever you want to call them. Yep. I've kept all that. Oh my God. In case you are, of like. You are a hoarder. Yeah. In case I like want to use it for stuff. Because it's, yeah. it's styrene plastic, whatever. I don't know. I'm whatever. Because I've seen people use it for stuff for like custom model making. So I'm, I'm the like, same way. So I'm like, I'm going to keep it just in case, way. right? Um, so all those are being used to carry all those runners and stuff. And then I've got the one model that's like a bit bigger. The one half is being over there used for like foam blocks and everything that I have that I use to put the little, when I'm painting the little paint clips, because mm-hmm. they're like on skewers, I skewer those into the, the foam to hold up while while they're oh. drying or whatever, right? Right. I so all the foam and other model making materials like that are stored in that one. And then I've got another one that's um, like down here somewhere that I've got like, you know, sketchbooks and paper in. And then I've got mm. another one behind me that's got like other stuff in. The only one I haven't used is the top half, the money shot half money of shot half. my biggest set, which is just under here chilling which right now. That? That's got like a, it's not like a, painted like an oil painting aesthetic mm-hmm. but it do, it's not like a photo or a rent or a model uh-huh. render huh. it, it, it looks like it has photo. like a different style like some of them are almost like a watercolor almost quality too some of them is it a gundam set yeah yeah oh but those ones are huh. really cool because i mean they just look really fucking cool in the boxes so but I've kept all those because I've used them for something. Which is fair enough. Because there's so many times where right. I'm like, oh, I wish I had like another box to throw all this shit in. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll keep the boxes yeah. and I don't have to get more boxes, right? And that's what almost the first thing that came to my mind when the Lego box arrived today. Yeah. Was another thing that's nice is that it arrives in a plain cardboard box. It's not oh, branded Lego. Nice. And I was reading... I was reading yeah, probably because they want to put it on someone's doorstep, and someone's like, "Oh, let me steal that." It's probably a big ass Lego set. That, but also for, for parents kids. buying it for kids, bringing yeah. it inside the Smart. house, it's just a cardboard box. And this is—I was reading this article about it. It was kind of linked to their sustainability stuff, um, and basically saying that they're like they're unbranding exterior packaging for a lot for shipments. Mm-hmm. To maintain that element of surprise right and okay. anonymity because a cardboard box could be whatever right could be a yeah. box of poop cookies or it could be a a lego bird of paradise set right. set number one zero two eight nine and you know i just thought as well i was like imagine if all the boxes over the years i kept and then flat packed them right and then now it's like where it comes to you know and then hopefully near future where i'm moving out but i want to keep the lego or mm-hmm. whatever and I don't want to have like a thousand or don't have the space for 
fucking 10 giant Rubbermaid containers to put all the built sets in. I can take apart the sets, but the fear of like, okay, well, these sets I don't really care about. They can go into the mass buckets of random pieces. But Mm -hmm. some of them, like, say, like, the the boats I have behind me, I'm like, I don't want to, like, mix up those pieces. So I got to go find those Ziploc bags or smaller boxes to put them all. But if I had the original boxes, I could tape them back up and put all the pieces in there. And then that's the organization part because I'm like, well, I can see the picture on the box. I know all the pieces in there are for that kit. That would be kind of nice. So be like rebuilding the un- the unopened box. I very you know? much agree. That would be nice, I very but much agree. You know, as a kid, you're not in Christmas. The last thing you're thinking about is save the box. Yeah. If now anything, I'm a bit it's more like that. But it's enforced by the parents to not save the box because that's another thing that they have to yeah. put somewhere and store somewhere. That's yeah. the one. That's what it was for me. Was you don't need the containers because you're not going to play with the containers. You're going to play with the toy. When I'm in my early 20s, I will want them for random reasons. Exactly. It's hard to tell that. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I've seen a lot of on Reddit is people, sometimes there's posts of older sets like 2003, 2004, yeah, 2004, 2005 with the original canisters. I remember getting, I remember tearing uh, wrapping paper off of those canisters and being so excited about what was underneath. And then all, inevitably it just chucked in the other I side. do remember like a few Christmases having, you know, a wrapped, a couple of wrapped gifts that were like this, you know, the pill shape. Mm. And you're shaking them yeah. and you're like, I know exactly what I this know is, but I don't here. know exactly which one it is. And that was so much fun. And like, though, even those like containers were cool. Even as a kid, I think. They stood out, which was probably part of it on the shelves. Or you're asking your parents to buy it because it, it's not just a box; it's like a little cool. It's it's a it's a uniquely shaped container, right? Mm-hmm. And they would evolve, right? Yeah. Depending on the context of the set, I think the one that I remember the most vividly, um, all because of the design, was the 2008. I believe is the correct year, 2008, maybe 2007. The Baraki sets, which all took place underwater, so it's a cool yeah, um, underwater mutated sea creature theme. And the canisters were actually uh, like kind of cantilevered over to one side at maybe an 85, 80-degree 80 angle. And it was this weird kind of rocky bottom which was the twistable removable part and that was the colored plastic which would correspond to the overarching color of the set and then the top part was this misty translucent blue plastic which was the canister but even that had texture to it too and it was all kind of cragged and craggly and bubbly in some way like it was the coolest thing. And then the artwork on top being super dramatic. Oh, yeah. And oh my gosh. Oh, man. And looking at it through an industrial design lens, so much fun. Like, yeah. Yeah. Designing the Bionicle is one thing, designing the Lego set is one thing. But then imagine your job, say, on the Lego Bionicle team at that point. You didn't get the gig for any of the characters. You didn't get the gig to put any of the sets together. 
you didn't even get the gig to do the artwork for the packaging, but you get to design the canister. Mm. And you have the volume that you need to hit for shipping, for the stores, for uh, packaging and whatnot. But your job is to design the canister that these sets are going to be going in. Magic. For some reason, that just seems as cool as doing the Bionicles themselves. You know what's interesting, though, too, is like, we always talk about like, designing for people's subconscious sometimes mm-hmm. of like you know people who aren't designing client can tell something that is an example of good design mm-hmm. they can tell that apart from something that's designed poorly sometimes it's obvious but sometimes like they can even people can you know just know if something is more design focused than others either they don't know why but mm-hmm. they just know it is and you imagine like all that work of like you said all the different like you know the top of of the container had a specific pattern and texture to it the bottom mm-hmm. had a specific pattern color and texture to it you had the, the the graphics or you know like i remember the ones that we were reminiscing about the other day with the commercial the oh, american yeah, rejects yeah. and those hero characters each one had a had a signature weapon Mm-hmm. that i remember was on the outside of the pill yeah that you could because it was a button top. that you press it would light up so you could yeah. light them all up like on the shelf stuff like that and like obviously you'd be designing it like okay well this is gonna help the kids interact with it you know it looks cool it's gonna get a kid's attention but like you know the kid's not gonna really care about the specific texture that you put on the top of that container lid yeah unfortunately. but like, even a kid subconsciously will pick that out of everything else on the shelf just because it's different they mm. won't be like oh look at the texture they put no that'd be if if like a four-year-old kid was like mom i want this one because the texture on top and the pattern like it's really cool they've done here that would be like i don't know who your kid is first of all my grow up yeah. to be a design genius but also it's a bit weird. Maybe take them to a hospital. Yeah, they might be. Yeah, okay. But they'll still pick it out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because you even imagine, like, you know, if some of the Bible sets, like, you have where it's, like, the vehicles, because that was just a regular box, like all the other Lego yes. sets, right? Yeah. It wasn't That's the same correct. as that pill shape. Like, it's Those it's so crazy good. how, like, the impact on, like, the packaging, right? Because I get, when I reminisce of, like, uh, toys from years ago when we were younger, one of like the most memorable parts of the toy is the packaging. Mm-hmm. Sometimes how much of a pain, you know, when, whenever it's like a, like a transformer or an action figure and it'd be, you know, the, obviously the clear front packaging and then it had like the molded packaging oh, on the back and those little white those ties, plastic white ties oh, or those clear, works. whatever white, clear, like plastic ties mm-hmm. where there would always be one that's hiding and you can never pull it out. And you're like, yeah. you know, there's that obviously that I remember, but there's just like the shape, whether it was like, you know, back in the day being into like Pokemon and like Yu-Gi-Oh and like some of the tins, the shape of the tins or the artwork on the tins they would do, mm-hmm. or for like an action figure, the way, like the sh- overall shape of the box or the graphics on the box, right? Or the background or something yeah, or a transformer or, you know, like it's, it's crazy as a kid, you, as a kid, you don't realize it. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, I I like I want this one over that toy because the packaging is a lot more exciting. No, you don't say that. I was like, you don't, like you, you don't, don't realize it. What that means. You don't understand what it means, but there's a part of you that's just like, well, obviously it gets your attention and mm-hmm. it sold you, even as a kid, right? They're like, oh, this one. I'm after the cool thing. That yeah. looks cool. Because you imagine like, you know, I mean, Bionicles in the Prime were like huge, right? Like they were yeah. super popular with kids who were into that. And like, but with nowadays with Lego, like, you know, they don't have to change the shape of the box to sell it. Especially mm-hmm. for like, if you have a huge brand like like Marvel or DC or yeah. Star Wars, mm-hmm. right? You just need the picture on the front to be something from Star Wars, the logo and some characters that kids recognize and it's sold. But with like Bionicle, especially I imagine in the beginning, like how do you do something new to get a kid to choose? Let me, instead of, you know, the city sets I always ask for, this or, you know, Batman or whatever, Star Wars, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask for this. What's going to mm-hmm. sell me on that ver- of a new IP, right? A new, again, a kid's not going to say a new IP, but like a new <laughs> a new thing, right? A new theme or whatever. That right? I know Character. nothing about. Yeah. And like they don't have any context or relatability to what it is. You imagine as a kid, it's like, my god it's not a box it's like a it's like a little tube thing Mm -hmm. right it's like there's something cool about that i think which is you know i don't know packaging it's it's incredibly attractive like one of my one of the earliest memories that i have of going to a mall and like with my with my mom was this is probably to this is probably the year that bionicle started because we used to babysit wow. this this other guy, this other kid. Um, like his mom would drop him off at our house in the morning, um, and then she would go to work. This is back when kindergarten was like three days a week or something like that. Right. So on the days that we didn't have kindergarten, we'd be at home, and he got a, and his birthday was in like May or April or something. So he had a birthday four months before mine, four or five months before mine. And he got Bionicles first for his birthday. Mm. And then I think I was over at his house one time or he brought one over. I don't remember seeing the toy for the first time, but I remember the first time I saw the packaging thinking that is the toy that's the same thing that this kid, Eric, Eric was his name. It's the same toy that Eric has. I want that one. And we were in the Upper Canada Mall in Newmarket in the Sears back when Sears was around, walking down the main aisle, like the main aisle of the store, and on the right-hand side is the toy section, and on on the left-hand side leads you into the appliances and the dishwashers and and the ovens and whatnot. And I remember on the whatever shelf it was, it was just rows of these canisters. And it was the the early Toa sets, and they all had the – like the weapon was prominent on the front and they were all yeah. in these cool poses in these surreal but realistic enough settings. Yeah. Those Ice the themes ones and fire themes. I'm like picturing where it's like the labels kind of in the middle and the bottom of the top was the color. Mm-hmm. And in the label, like it was always the, the character, like you said, with the weapon really highlighted. And then the background was just like a, not like a, a, a cave, but like, like 
darker like black and brown yeah with like a white light kind of lighting up the background yeah, then there in the foreground the back. yeah yeah like i, I can remember that like oh man and i was like oh i, I need that i don't yeah. know what it is but I, I need to have that and that was always so attractive mm-hmm. and it's kept me coming back since it to this day it still keeps me like when i went through and rebuilt all of the bionicle kits that i had it was and this is perhaps one of the most nostalgic experiences i've had with with a product as an industrial designer where before maybe i would have like before school i would be like oh i remember playing with this toy as a kid or i remember mm-hmm. playing with this thing as a kid i remember how it felt or how it sounded or what the color was and maybe that was in high schools. We're cleaning out stuff in the basement, throwing out old childhood toys, or donating them. But I don't. I didn't have the vocabulary or the understanding at that point to identify what I was relating to. But now that I'm older and have gone through school and understand more about what goes into creating something like that, what goes into the actual development of that thing, and the, approaching it from a design mindset. Like, oh, this is probably something that a designer wasn't maybe wasn't even doing intentionally, but was hoping that someone would would get out of it. And here I am getting that thing out of it. Yeah. Getting that memory triggered by the way that even the way that two parts coming together sounds or the the light that the the light pattern that something has or the color of a plastic. It's the most nostalgic cool thing ever or just thinking that it's something just looks cool because it's cool that was kind of like it reminded me of when me and Israel out the other night and um and and we saw like the new batman one of the new batman sets and it was like Mm -hmm. uh it's like this batman like truck you know that like opens up and it's like a slightly bigger set Mm -hmm. but i saw it and like it immediately reminded me of the old Batman sets of which I had, like I said before, all of them except for the big Batcave one. Wow. And the background, not the actual Lego in the picture, mm-hmm. but the background of the image reminded me, like I saw it and it like, you know, you have a flashback where you're like, whoa. Yeah. It oh, reminded cool. me of the same background they used there. And like, it's, I don't know if it's just like a nostalgia thing as a kid, you know, you remember something that you wanted so badly as a kid i don't know if it's just that that's why you feel so attached and you remember it so well or if like the actual like design of like the box mm. or the packaging or the image or the toy that like just was so unique and communicated so well that you remember it it could yeah. be both i'm sure it's a bit of both anyways especially with like packaging and stuff but i remember just seeing mm. it like saw that i was like oh my god it took me back i'm like you know, you like zone out for a second. You're like, whoa. You get chills because you're like, I remember fucking opening, you know, these things in Christmas, these presents and be like, holy shit, please be this. And then opening, I'm like, oh my God, it's this, you know? And that's that's you saying that as a four-year-old. Yeah. Holy shit, I hope holy it's Holy shit, it's Batman. Yeah, basically, right? Like, oh, so cool. And it's it's what surprised me when I was rebuilding the sets was, like I was referencing earlier, all these different 
components to the air quotes design of them would bring me back and like trigger these memories. But I would be brought back to like the day that I put them together. I could tell you what the weather was. I could tell you what season it was. I could tell you whether it was a Christmas present, a birthday present, a good job on your report card present, a congratulations, you finally saved up enough allowance to go to the mall and buy one by yourself. Yeah. Type of a type of a purchase, which only happened once, by the way. And I and I can tell you which one it was. You know, I just that just brought me up a a strong bionicle memory actually. Is it this is from this is from good old jolly old England too. So I would have been like four probably. Wow. Four or five. Man. I was at we would uh the whole family would get together at my my nan's house every Sunday, my dad's mom's for like a big okay. Sunday dinner for like the whole family. Do you go to, is, do you, is this after church or do you guys go to uh, church? we never went to church. Our family didn't anyways. Right. Um but yeah. And we went there and I remember like, you know, as a kid, parents would be like, Okay, you can bring a toy. A toy. <gasps> oh yeah. Right? And I already built the Bionicle and stuff. I bought like it was some like robot toy. It might have been a transformer or something like or if something elected it was like, you know, you ran on batteries, right? And I brought it mm-hmm. and the batteries ran out. Oh. And didn't have any others. And I was like, I didn't have a toy now. So I'm, you know, forced to sit there and listen to adults I couldn't give a shit about, right? As a kid, you're like, <laughs> this is the most boring, longest night of my life. Yeah. So my dad's like being oh. an adult seems really boring. Yeah. And I was kid, like down it? there on my own and all the other cousins are upstairs doing something my dad's like go ask you know your cousins if they have like a toy or something i remember going up ask one of my cousins or something like that or my nan helped me ask one of my cousins or something and they had a toy that they hadn't played with and didn't really care about it's like here you build this and it was it was a bionicle set i already had it and i'd built it so it was the second time me building it and i don't know the names you will because you know but you know, we talked about the movie it? I have. The second movie, I believe. Okay. Legends of Metro Boomer. Yes. The When They Grow Up, the white one with the binocular eye. You had Kobaka. Right. So I had, I, I, that was another set where I had like pretty much all of them, all the heroes from that that set, yeah. I think. Um, but it was him, I remember, because it was like the white color top or something like that, right? And I remember the yeah. image of him. Rock, uh, mountain climb or like climbing a glacier yep. or whatever right climbing like snowy mountain right with because that like the the hook kind of like attached yeah, weapon things, i think the pick he has that telescopic eye yeah on, in his mouth so i sat you know on the carpet on my own in pure silence the rest of the night building this for the second time but i loved it just as much you know That's so cool i remember that it has a bionicle memory it's crazy wow did you ever did you take that home or did you leave no i left it because because i already had that at home Right, because I already built oh, it. Oh, right. Yeah. I already had it. So I was like, oh, I already know how to build this. But That's amazing. Yeah. That's a good story. I remember yeah. it like clear as day. It's really weird, actually. Some memories like that. It's really strange. And a lot of them are associated with these with these toys. Yeah. Like, I could tell you countless hours spent playing with them. I could tell you I got it for Christmas, and I built it three days after Christmas right yeah or i got i got these four for christmas and i built this one first then i built that one then i actually had lunch then i came back and built the other Mm. two like that's 
could probably tell you what I had for lunch. It's Christmas, so it was yeah. a lot of chocolate. That's inevitable. Yeah, but. Inevitable, yes, of course. And that part hasn't changed and, for me either. Yeah, that part that part. part hasn't gone away. Maybe the maybe the alcohol is a new addition as an uh, adult. The yeah, the increase in alcohol. The increase in alcohol. Are you meaning to say that when you're four, you're like, I'm only gonna have one beer? Not quite four, but a little older, I'd have a little bit. My parents have let me have a little. Uh, let oh. me have a little. You know, sparkling wine with Christmas lunch, dinner, whatever. Or as you do, or it's probably know, a shandy way to keep or something you like quiet. that. Yeah. Just. Shut the kid up. Yeah. Let him do it. I mean, it's thing. not like I was yeah, loud anyways. It's already, you know, probably cross-legged in the basement, facing the corner, just building Lego on pure silence like a fucking psychopath. Your head's just against the wall, like. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is where we, this is where we call the police and we get you to the hospital yeah, like, just this, to be safe. Yeah, check this kid, Doc. I think he's, he hasn't spoke anything. He's building a Lego for like six hours. He hasn't eaten. He hasn't moved. He hasn't said anything. <gasps> We actually don't even know if he's alive. He yeah. could have frozen. That was down basically there. me. As a kid, man, Aww. I would be like just quiet like that. That's all so I cute, needed. Though. The Lego was all I needed, dude. It's a it's a pretty minimal captivated me. Minimal thing. Especially when you're building especially excited. when you have the task of building like four or five Lego Batman sets. Mm. You know. Do you still have those assembled? In the Not assembled, which I regret because those would be really cool. There was a simple one that was uh Batmobile and Two Face. It was like a car chase. Yeah, it was Batman and Two Face. I remember the Lego magazine. Yeah, it was one. It was that. Batman and Catwoman, and they were both on motorcycles, or at least Catwoman mm-hmm. was. There was, um, the one with Batman and Killer Croc, which was boats. Oh yeah. So you had like a killer. So you had like a bat boat. Bat boat. Um, um, and then there was uh. Well, the, the highlight piece, which was mm-hmm. Joker and Batman. Joker had a Joker like helicopter, and in Batman you had the the Bat wing, the Bat plane. Oh thing, yeah, which was actually a pretty significant size, which was really cool. I remember when you built it, it was like it was like a launch pad kind of thing, and it would like sit vertically and it would slide in. Whoa! And it would like launch up, and the wings would like open up. Yeah. I feel like there's another cool. one I'm missing. Might've been a hovercraft or something. I remember Batman a Batman hovercraft. Batman hovercraft. It might have been. I'm trying to think. It might have been. Yeah, maybe. You should try and rebuild those one weekend. Oh, I think recruit recruit is to do it, and at least oh no, you have you still have the books. You go I through the that, books. The problem is I definitely used a lot of pieces in other stuff. That I just custom build, you know? Yeah, that's the tricky part. And maybe some pieces. I don't think pieces would be lost, but definitely been reused. So we'll see. But it would be cool. Mm. The sets were cool. Yeah. And plus, you could get his to sort through everything, and then you just build it. I would like to take apart some of the custom build stuff and put back and then sort try and build all of your lego bricks yeah that does sound Adam enticing. style yeah if yeah. you want help i'll help you out we I'll could do that it a would 20 be... minute drive away in no time <laughs> it would be um it would take a while holy fuck yeah good thing i've been saving up plastic tubs and shit it'd be a, it'd be take a long time <laughs> that's also true that's also true and i'd have to see i have to see where all my bonkle stuff went 
I swear I didn't get rid of it. I, I know I, as a kid, I had a separate box that I mm-hmm. tried to put all the Bionicle stuff in, but I don't know if that got, if that got tossed or it wouldn't have got tossed, it would have been given away. I swear to God, I'll be pissed. It wasn't quite, mm-hmm. it, it was nowhere near the amount you had. I mean, total, I think I might've had, like I had the whole set of the, the, the ones Toa, with the weapons. The Toa Metru. And then the whole set of the ones we were just talking about. The Toa Anika. I had those two, and then I had like one or two, like kind of just random ones. I think you had Axon. The guy I had Axon, the and then the I had axe. some other bad guy that was a big black and gray silver one. That uh, I think was a female. I think we've talked about this before. Oh, uh, Rudaka. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yes. I, I had those <laughs> she two. Has, she has the Rotuka spinner. Yeah. Yes. Those two, and I think maybe. I had one or two um, of some of the bad guys from some generation at some point, I think. But that was about it. I didn't have a whole lot. Hmm? Could you describe what those bad guys I don't, like? I don't know. I can't think of which ones they are. I just have a feeling I had a couple oh, of bad okay. guys. Okay. That's all I can remember. Fair I don't really remember anything. I'll give you. A, I'll give you an accurate diagnosis. I'm sure we're going through Lego. Well. I'm sure we'll fucking if it's if it's in there, it's in there. So. We'll find pieces, find remnants, remnants. of a prior like archaeological society. Yeah. That's what it's like. It's like yeah. digging up fossils. I can't wait. I'm stoked. And I'm stoked to build this oh, dude, be sweet. Lego set. It's going to be so nice. It's pretty big, it's too. 1,173 1, pieces. It is. I think it's bigger than the image that's on the box. 18 inches tall. Which... I guess it's going to be like almost the length of that box. Yeah, basically. It's basically going to be this this tall, which if you can't imagine 18 inches, just imagine one inch and then multiply it by 18. Nice. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's, that's 18 pretty, inches. Yeah, that would be what 18 inches would look like. I'm somewhat, of a, I'm somewhat of a prophet myself. Yeah. Oh, but very exciting. Somewhat. And uh, sad news, but rest in peace, Virgil Abloh. 41 yeah beautiful soul yeah that's very a influential very influential legendary designer that we lost mm-hmm. and unfortunately i don't know enough about him or feel like i know enough about what he did now to... i really need a guy's book well i've been wanting that book for a long time mm-hmm. that was like it's like a lime green one and it's like all the, all the off-white work he's done like with nike and stuff and it's a cool design book that's oh, a good wow. idea that's a good christmas present I was trying to find it. Sometimes, for a long time, it was like sold out. And I think actual source had it at one point. Hmm, that makes sense. I'll have to see. It'd be a cool. Yeah, be a we've cool lost a uh, yeah. lost a fantastic designer. So our thoughts and prayers are with him and yes, those around him today yeah. and in the future. And in the future, may he may he rest in eternal design awesomeness. Because he's he's dope. Yeah. And uh, not to end on a sad note, but remember what he left behind. That's what you got to do. Remember the influence and the impact that he had on the world design and the industry. And think of all the stuff that he influenced you to do, right? Well, yeah. probably wouldn't be as into graphics if it wasn't for him. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of people in that. In that camp. The situation that, yeah, was like borrowed, took a lot from him. and he gave a lot so yeah which is really cool 
very we will we we will remember him and uh yeah. study more about about him and his stuff he'll be in textbooks one day for sure guaranteed oh yeah he'll be in design books 100 percent. and uh if you care to send us an email and send that to hi at bigdesigncompany.com or visit the website www.bigdesigncompany.com if you have a podcast question, send that to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. And our Google domain renews on December 2nd. Yep. I did see that. Oh, yeah. You would have gotten an email too. Yeah. Beautiful. And uh, Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What's our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. See you tomorrow. Peace. The process.